under your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Joey Clark. Uh, hello and welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. I am your host, Joey. Be sure to go and like the Facebook page, the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Please, please, make a 29-year-old man's dream come true and follow me. I get all my hopes and dreams fulfilled by you following me on social media. All that dopamine hit in the brain, ooh, it feels so good. Feels so good. And this is the final show of 2017. And it's been an interesting year. Big ways and small. In my opinion, it's been a great year for me. It may not have been for you. And really, we do it in terms of years, but there are good days, bad days. But one thing that sticks with me after this... Well, week or two, this holiday season that will be remembered for lifetimes. Well, you have to remember the message that's somewhat presented in It's a Wonderful Life of how powerful each individual person can be. You know, occasionally we get to see heroic actions by people on the news. We certainly get to see celebrities, whether playing a hero in a movie or an athlete making a famous catch at the end of a game. Occasionally we see those who have chosen to serve and protect run into the line of fire or run into the fire. What is it that Ronald Reagan said? Those who say there aren't any heroes, they just aren't looking anymore. But the power of one individual person the heroic little actions or the tragic mishaps that add up over time that nobody really has the opportunity to see except for you and maybe the person you're helping. The ability to have a ripple effect on people in your community. It's remarkable. 
So you're essentially presented with a choice. And really, at the end of the day, it's not how you respond to the big events in life. Like the latest war is on or still going. The new gadget is here. I just got a new car, a new house, a new baby's here. There's been a death in the family. Those things usually hit you like a ton of bricks, but it's not what would drive you necessarily crazy. And it's not necessarily what builds you up and defines you. It's the little things, the little gestures. They tend to have a snowball effect. You know, it reminds me of a poem. Before I get to that, by one of my favorite poets, the degenerate drunk Charles Bukowski. Without revealing too much, I remember the story of a man not too long ago who lost his wife. And he's not a perfect man. He's certainly made mistakes in his own life and made plenty of mistakes in their marriage. And though he was there by his wife's side to the bitter end, a dissonance of different emotions overtaking him One moment he's angry, another moment he's sad, perplexed. Despairing. But when he goes through the funeral and he goes through everything involved, when a loved one dies, he... He handles it with all the grace he can muster. But one afternoon, only a week or two after he's said goodbye to his wife, after she has passed from this earth, he's outside trying to do some yard work. And the damn weed eater won't start. Depending on the brand, you know how tough it can be to feed in a weed eater to make sure you have the right type of gas in it. It's, and it won't start. It won't start. And all of a sudden, all these emotions, all these things that he's been keeping in, he erupts. At the top of his lungs, as he throws the weed eater across the backyard. Fudge! Yes, I said fudge. But he didn't say fudge.
It's the little things in life that matter, folks. Maybe just stopping to say hello to somebody. Hey, how you doing today? Stopping to get to know a coworker you pass in the hallways. And you might give a nod or a friendly hello, but it never goes beyond that. Or maybe you're in a bad mood. It's that old chestnut woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Didn't get much sleep that night. Something's bothering you. Your dreams are weirding you out. And you say something mean and dismissive to somebody that you hardly even know. It's the little things. That brings me to this poem called The Shoelace by uh, Bukowski. And for those not familiar with Bukowski's work, the guy was uh, he was a product of the streets, a vagabond, a tramp, a drunk, misanthropic. In many ways, not somebody to be idolized or emulated, but definitely somebody to learn from. Because you can't study the darkness by shining a light on it. You know, some people, I think it's their destiny in life to live in the shadows, to live the dark side, to live in despair. And to report back to us what it's like. Bukowski was a guy who grew up during the Great Depression. Believe he was abused as a child. Ugly as hell. Terrible, tough childhood. With a tyrannical father and a crazy mother. And so he went into the dark side. Most of his novels, most of his poems deal with this sort of walking despair. This tortured soul that he's carrying around. But the beautiful thing about his work is that the honesty that comes from that place well, can teach everybody something without having to go through it yourself, thank God. So the shoelace. He writes a woman, a tire that's flat, a disease, a desire, fears in front of you, fears that hold so still that you can study them like pieces on a chessboard. It's not the large things that send a man to the madhouse, death he's ready for, or murder, incest, robbery, fire, flood. No, it's the continuing series of small tragedies that send a man to the madhouse. Not the death of his love, but a shoelace that snaps with no time left. The dread of life is that swarms of trivialities that can kill quicker than cancer and which are always there. License plates or taxes or expired driver's license or hiring or firing, doing it or having it done to you or roaches or flies or a broken hook on the screen or out of gas or too much gas. The sink stopped up. The landlord's drunk. The president doesn't care. And the governor's gone crazy. 
light switch broken, mattress like a porcupine, $105 for a tune-up. Don't we wish it was that much today? Carburetor and fuel pump at Sears Roebuck. And the phone bills up and the market's down and the toilet chain is broken and the light is burned out. The hail light, the front light, the back light, the inner light. It's darker than hell and twice as expensive. Then there's always crabs and ingrown toenails and people who insist they're your friends. There's always that and worse. Leaky faucet, Christ in Christmas, blue salami, nine days rain. 50-cent avocados and purple liverwurst. Or making it as a waitress at Norm's on the split shift, or as an emptier of bedpans, or as a car wash, or a busboy, or a stealer of old ladies' purses, leaving them screaming on the sidewalks with broken arms at the age of 80. Suddenly, two red lights in your rearview mirror and blood in your underwear, toothache and a $979 for a bridge, $300 for a gold tooth, and China, and Russia, and America, and long hair, and short hair, and no hair, and beards, and no face and plenty of zigzag but no pot except maybe one to piss in and the other one around your gut. With each broken shoelace out of 100 broken shoelaces one man, one woman, one thing enters a madhouse. So be careful when you bend over. That's the dark side of the little things. Where if you don't see how special life is, how much of a difference you can make, whether you're a waitress or you're emptying bedpans, or you're having to deal with life's little issues over and over again, if you let those things pile up and you don't take responsibility for your life, and I'm not lecturing you, I'm mostly looking in the mirror here, if you let these things pile up, you're creating a monster that will consume you. But if you realize you can take the time, deal with each little thing, each little problem or little victory with courage, with a sense of proportion and that everybody's dealt with this in some way or another, well, it doesn't seem that bad. And if you can sort of turn your perspective away from, oh, I'm so tired of all this crap I have to do. Clock in, clock out. If you can just turn that perspective away from everything's mundane to everything has meaning one way or another. As long as I have the eyes to see it and the ears to hear it, well then you can start to make a huge difference in people's lives. Now, like I said before, there will be good days and bad days, good years and bad years. There will be years where nothing seems to be going right. Where it's not only a death in the family, it's also almost everything you thought you were going to be good at turns out you're crap. You know, one of those mornings where you wake up and you realize everything I believe is wrong. That type of year. 
And it might be an incredible year where you find the love of your life and you have amazing sex and amazing long conversations about the world at large, politics and sports and the latest movie and music and what you want to be when you grow up or if you're grown up, what you want to do after you've accomplished what you always wanted to be. Good years, bad years. Good days, bad days. Some days, a shoelace that snaps will drive you insane. Some days, when the world just becomes too much, the fact that the weed eater won't start will send you into a fit of rage and insanity. But if you, again, take on each one of these little things, you'll be prepared for the big things. Because what scares me the most, if I'm being completely honest, ladies and gentlemen, isn't tragedy. Been there, done that. I'm not looking forward to the next one, which will most likely occur at some point, but... You know what I'm scared of? Is success. Is the white picket fence with the lovely wife and kids. There's a part of me that says, no, it's too good to be true. Don't get a puppy because one day, well, the puppy won't be there. Don't fall in love because it might be terrible. You might be on the poor side of for rich or for poor. You might be on the sickness side of in sickness and in health. You might. Well, eventually, till death do us part. So it's not worth it. You see how the two are tied together. If you can't deal with the little and big tragedies in life, you're never going to enjoy the little and big joys of life. And for too long, I put off the joys in life because I didn't think I could deal with the tragedies. So I'm hoping 2018's a good year, but who knows? But if you create little games in your mind, I mean, there's a guy who works here at the radio station. He plays a game where he flicks a cigarette into a little post pipe out back. And it keeps the mind going. Coffee filter, basketball, how many can I hit in a row without missing the trash can? Seems silly, but it's not gives you something little to look forward to so that you have the fortitude to look forward to big things that have even more risks involved. Because if you miss the, miss the trash can with a coffee filter, oh, I'm going to have to get a paper towel and wipe off the brown streak on the wall because that looks unseemly. Not much risk. But if you miss out 
on doing the right thing for the love of your life or for the great job that you know you're going to love if you finally get it and you're not prepared it's all connected so I look back on this year and I have to say there were times where I wondered what in the hell am I doing But you push and you push and you push on. You trudge forward and you find that you can have little victories. You find that, yeah, you got to be careful when you bend over. But maybe you should wear shoes that don't have shoelaces, like these new boots I have. And then you find in the midst of your success, in the midst of you coming out of your funk, that other people aren't what you thought they were. People you idolized. You start to see certain champions of yours. Well, it was a front, a mask they wore. I've had to work all day. I didn't get to go to the ceremony, the funeral for Ben. I think I'll make a quick stop by Rick and Moe's. And it would have been a year or two ago that the fact that I had to work all day would have really frustrated me. Well, now it's, well, just one of those little things that you deal with. Because eventually you'll know you'll be at a bar you've been many times before, sitting with great friends and colleagues, having a delicious beer, Hoping that the guy who crafted the beer and did all the dirty work and make it get to that bar actually enjoyed his job. And when I think about Rick and Moe's, I think about, um, well, lost friends. Think about, of course, Ben coming up on open mic night after me and or watching me from the corner of the bar as I tried to work out one of my crappy original songs in front of people. Oh, goodness. But giving me a pat on the back anyhow. He was a good man. I also think about my dear friend Matt Wujic. And in particular, this one song that we decided, and I mentioned it the other night, and excuse me for repeating myself, but, you know, that's how it works out. Life comes in cycles. But we were trying to work out this song by a man we lost this year as well. Tom Petty.
remember sitting in Rick and Moe's playing this alongside Matt Wojcik. And it's like it happened yesterday, not four I'm years not ago. I'm afraid of you running away, honey. I get the feeling you are. And were we good? Probably not. There is no sense in pretending. Your eyes give you away. Something inside you is feeling like I do. And if you need the... Well, if you need to break down, just listen to the song. Clark. Uh, welcome back. Didn't know what time it was. The lights were low. Oh, oh. I leaned back on my radio. Oh, oh. Some cat was laying down some rock and roll. Let us only say. You know, I began the show on September the 11th of this year. Hurricane Irma was coming through town. And it actually knocked me off air in the middle of explaining how much this song means to me. But I live in a world of sound. Boogie, boogie, boogie. For those who know, you know. Boogie. Uh, I'm thinking back on all my New Year's Eves and trying to make plans. If anybody's out there listening, uh, 272-9228, I'm trying to make plans for New Year's Eve. Maybe you have a good idea. Because, uh, let's see. I can't remember 2014 and what I did. I don't think I did anything. 2015... I went to a strip club in Atlanta. First time I ever did. Yeah. I didn't go to a strip club once and only time was when I was just turned 27. And I had a great time. Really good time. First it was a little awkward, but then I get why people come to these things, especially with a private room. Then the next year, 2016, oh yeah, I went downtown. So I'm trying to decide how to end 2017 and kick off 2018. I could sleep it away. That might be nice. Just wake up the next day. Oh, it's the new year. No big fanfare. I think there's something going on at 1048. I might go down there. 
just for old Benny Hanna's sake. And it's walking distance to the house, so no worry about imbibing and uh, having to drive. I don't know. Might spend it with the Gimli dog, the Gimli boy, the red and fuzzy big booty Buddha. He's a fox red Labrador retriever. He's going on three years old. I love it how puppies end up, well, they grow up slowly. And he's still got a little bit of puppy in him, but he's becoming that, you know, 20-something-year-old dog who just sleeps all day, play with you a little bit when you want, but he likes to just cuddle and sleep. That dog got me through a lot of hard times. It really did teach me that, hey, there are little things in life that, yeah, I can drive you to the madhouse, but there's also, you know, me listening to you rant and rave, Joey, about why the world's unfair. And so it's time for me, Mr. Gimli, the dog you love, to give me a big lick on the face, a big old kiss. Relax, man. Life can be good sometimes. Maybe I'm too much of a dog guy, but dogs, oh, I love that dog. Gives you a lot of purpose and something to love. So I can't even imagine what it's like to have a kid. My goodness. And yeah, I hear people say these are little fur babies, but no. Having a dog is nothing like having a child. Goodness gracious. Number one, the dog can't talk back. Might make a, a cool sound or two or bark at you, and you love them for it. But it's not like you let your child out into the back and take a poop. Let's well, certainly hope not, at least. No, but the kids give back. Kids give back. And, you know, no, all the kids aren't necessarily special. They could be. Some kids are little brats. And they need to be corrected. I learned that working at Fun Zone. But I'm trying to figure out what to do this New Year's Eve. Maybe I'll watch a movie. I'm not going to watch the ball drop. The ball drop is uh, overrated. And plus it happens at 11 our time here. So am I going to celebrate it once and then twice? I suppose there are festivities going on downtown. But I don't want to deal with all the people and the traffic. I like to deal with people at a distance. Hmm. Hmm. I could write. I could journal my last pass. No, that sounds boring. I could play a video game, but that sounds childish. What could I do? Hmm. Well, I might just sit back and listen to music and bring in the new year. So let's start it this year for me. Some music. Now I'm going to continue on. Maybe I'll break out some Tom Petty vinyls or break out some David Bowie vinyls. Because The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars is one of the greatest albums of all time. All time. And I'm not being hyperbolic. It is such a good album. But really, folks, I'm up here struggling tonight because it's been a long few weeks. I'm torn up about what's happened all around me. And really, the only thing I want to do in response to all this is what, well, Ben Jammin would have said, boogie. Have fun. Yeah, 
something I always have to remind myself that why are we here? Well, at the end of the day, it's to find meaning and to enjoy ourselves the best we can. And Ben certainly enjoyed himself. He actually caught me and had a few stories to tell about me. Enjoying myself maybe a bit too much. Hey, Joey, I saw you with that blonde the other night. Yeah, I, I know you did. Nothing happened, man. Or I'll let you assume something happened, but nothing happened because I'm a wreck. I remember that night. My high school crush had just gotten married. I mean, I was on good terms with her. That's why I went to the wedding. But it's like seeing somebody you thought was going to be, you know, part of your life, you know, meet somebody else. And it puts you in a weird headspace. So I went out and I was merry and I boogied and I wasn't married, like married, married. It wasn't like a wedding, but I, I... I was merry and I had a gay old time, Flintstone style. And I enjoyed myself. But really, the holidays throw me off. Because the schedule's not regular. Everybody's getting into these heartfelt retrospectives. They're thinking about tragedy or they're trying to you know, set up the perfect party or the f- perfect occasion. And I have 15 minutes left in the show, and a big part of me just, you know, wants to relax. I want 2018 to be here already, damn it, so we can get back to the uh, daily grind. Because the daily grind is what I'm looking forward to the most. It really is. And if you have an idea for me out there on what to do on New Year's Eve, 272-9228, please do. Because I'm not great at these things. News Talk, who's this? You're on the air. This is 97. Hey, what's up, man? How are you tonight? Oh, I'm I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. Like, I was just saying, I'm ready for 2018 to be here. I'm ready for it to be 14 minutes into the future. uh, I can understand that. Yeah, it's been a long one. I I, I have enjoyed your show tonight. You hit a lot of of points that I I feel the same way about. But I also wanted to invite you to, we're going to be playing music at Rick and Moe's New Year's Eve. Okay. If you wanted to come out and sit in and play some of your original music, people. Oh, I have to say, I'm a bit rusty. Um, well, well, we're all rusty, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the rust never wears off. I'd be happy to come by and jam some, like just you know, pick a pick a chord and just have fun in it. Um, yeah, we'd we'd be more than happy for you to come out. We're going to be playing nine to one, and we'd lo- I'd love to see you and and uh, buy you a beer and let you sit and play some guitar with us. Okay. Well, I'll have to. I'll take you up on that. Yeah. Uh, well, you you come by and uh, also one more point I wanted to make. You need to listen to a song. I know you're not a country music enthusiast, but listen to a song by Chris Knight okay. called "Little Victories." Okay. Little if you vi- get time, look it up. You'll it, it'll go a lot. It goes along with tonight's show and, and your uh, your ideas for tonight's show. Okay. Little Victories, Chris Knight. I'm typing it in now. Um, yeah. I'll check it out. Look it up. And come by and see us New Year's. We'd love to have you. I appreciate it, 97. Thank you so much, man. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Let's go back to the phones, 272-9228. Newstalk, who's this? Joey. Yes. This is Dennis over at Coates. How you doing, young man? I'm doing tired. I'm, I'm good, but I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm ready for the, the yeah. whole, I'm ready for the normal, a normal week. But Well, 
Thank you. I had to uh, go to Birmingham and then back up to Anniston, and then uh, I've been listening to you on the way back to the last hour. Uh, what was uh, Ben's uh, favorite drink? Oh, it was the it was the pink drink, right? It was. Uh, oh man, I'm trying to think of it. It's vodka. He shared it with me one time. I said, "Just give me what Ben's getting," and. Uh, I have to say, it's not my favorite drink. It was his. <laughs> um, well, that's, yeah, that's what I say. Uh, whatever it was, or make it up. Uh, maybe New Year's uh, Eve, maybe have a drink of uh, his. And then uh, have your favorite drink. Put on some petty. Lay back and just let it come in. Rest. I mean, it's, it's over now. Uh, well, no, it's two days it'll be over anyway. But, uh, you know, just enjoy. Lay back, rest. I hear you. That's a that's a good idea. That's a good idea, and I I think I'm gonna have to stop by. I hope some folks are still there at Rick and Bo's tonight, um, just so I can catch up a little bit and then head on home and prepare. But you're you're right. Uh, I I think it's yeah. It was a little bit of vodka. I'm trying to think how he gets the pink. Was it cranberry? I don't know. I don't remember. It was awful, whatever it was. <laughs> that was. It's always what he had, though, man. <laughs> Give your puppy a hug for me, man. Talk to you soon. Oh, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that warms my heart. I, every day when you go home, Mr. Gimley shaking his butt. <sighs> like, oh, and as he gets older, he's starting to stink. Is that my future? As I get older, am I going to start to smell bad for no reason? Fall asleep for no reason? Am I becoming my father? Well, Dad, you don't really smell bad, but you do fall asleep at the drop of a hat so i think that's happening to me too or i fall asleep anywhere but really the point is uh can't sit still even when you don't want to finish a show you have to press on and keep going and keep just blathering on and on and on because i'm tired <laughs> now i'm not completely uh tired for bad reasons in fact, the person who I'm, uh, the reason I'm tired, well, that person you know, just texted me right now. And I'm not going to reveal who it is because discretion is the word. But uh, I was up a lot last night. So I'm tired. I'm a little sore. Um, it, it's good. Um, and I'm trying to figure out, do I want to spend New Year's Eve in the same manner? Maybe so, if the option is available. I'm thinking about how we're going to get on the radio replays. We'll be running the show that was done yesterday, all about Terry Adams and what he's going through. God bless you, man. I can't imagine that amount of responsibility you've poured your whole life into a business and now you've got folks essentially targeting you it's terrible i've only been robbed once in the city of montgomery and it was a license plate from a car we kind of had parked and i didn't press charges i just didn't want my name coming up when the license plate was used in a crime not like i'm getting why do i want to deal with anybody pressing charges good lord or something as stupid as a license plate but I can understand how terrible it is when crime happens to you. So uh, God bless you, Terry Adams. You're a good man. But that show that he did with Greg yesterday will be running. Uh, the show that happened today with Greg and Donnie Davis, what an incredible story. I mean, 
heartbreaking in many ways. And again, how the little things, when you don't take responsibility and you're not thinking, and you can almost kill somebody, or in many cases, you can, and people have killed people on the roads when they've been intoxicated. But to see the, well, the strength of Donnie Davis today was, uh, was remarkable. And I know he's going through a lot, having to relearn so many things in his life. But it, it, I wish I was more graceful at this moment, ladies and gentlemen. I really am struggling. I suppose this is how it's going to be into the new year. Joey stumbles into the new year. His end-of-the-year show was, well, it started a little strong. He kind of had this idea about the little things that drive you crazy and the little victories that get you through the day. But uh, at the end, the little things started to drive him nuts. So I guess it's a bad day for old Joey. But I want to thank the gentleman, 97, for suggesting this country song. It's, uh, I hope it's radio-friendly here. I got the Honda 125 running, took the back roads to the store. It's about 35 degrees, but it sure feels good not to be walking no more. I got some milk, bread, and bologna, some little devils and some mandy. Sometime when I ain't got the groceries, gonna see what this thing do. He had it right. I'm not a country enthusiast, but I I like this one a lot. A well-placed country song is hard to beat. Maybe I'm not a country enthusiast because I don't like the real sleek country that's out here. And uh, this is this seems very genuine. And Little Victories is where it's at. It's like, yeah, you might be tired. The show that you do each day isn't exactly what you hoped. You know, that movie that you're waiting for all year. Maybe it's The Last Jedi. I'm not in this camp, but it was an utter disappointment. Terrible movie. And that sucks. Or your team didn't win. Or getting to the uh, college football playoff. But you're right. you got to look at the little victories. I mean, I've got the dog at home. Hey, I've lost three inches off my waist doing manly man yoga. I'm... I've got a good, great vinyl collection going for me. But the biggest victories are uh, the friendships I've been able to keep over the years. It waxes and wanes, but, you know, I can pick up with friends, Andrew and Jonathan, John, and of course Troy. He'll be back in the new year. 
Monday the 8th, I believe. Mondays with Troy will continue. But who knows what the year will hold. But A lot of little victories in my life. And I'm going to continue to ask big questions and also just have silly fun shows where we just talk like we would be sitting at a bar or maybe if you're just waking up at a coffee shop. And I don't mind if you sneak a little Jameson into your coffee. It's probably not healthy for you, but go right ahead, man. There, There's a lot to be thankful for in this life, even when life gets hard. And a great song. Thank you so much for the suggestion. And that, again, is Chris Knight, uh, Little Victories. And somebody is uh, messaging me. That's I like that. I think I figured out what I'm going to do on New Year's Eve now, folks. And it's the same reason why I'm so tired tonight. That's a very good reason. Mm. I don't want to say too much. Probably already have. So let's go out in the new year with the song of the day, the record of the day that began my show. Starman by David Bowie. Didn't know what time it was. The lights were low. Leaned back on my radio. (sighs) That's what I hope you continue to do whether you're riding in your car or sitting at home and catching this on a podcast it's been a fun year very happy to have this show very thankful and grateful to have this show and though we're only slowly getting to know each other Rick Peters from some of the things I heard about you today the grace you showed today uh, I look forward to getting to know you even more and thank you for the opportunity and thank you to everybody who listens. You're what makes this possible. Well, and of course, thank you to Greg Budell and Dan Morris and everybody I work with. It's been, well, quite a fun ride, and 2018 should be even better. Talk to you on Tuesday in the new year. Thank you for listening. This has been Joey Clark. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, and don't forget to boogie. Joey Clark. Stop.